and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm a man on a mission, and that mission is to eat at all of the tasty, tacorific taco spots in this tantalizingly taco-tastic taco town, Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas. We are the only Kansas City podcast that is feeding its guests tacos and feeding its listeners taco knowledge. Yes, we are conquering the Kansas City taco verse one taco at a time. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some Kansas City tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Hey, Taco the Towners, it's been a few weeks since our last episode. I, I apologize. You know, I was taking a little taco-cation. Yeah, a few taco-cations. And uh, I was having myself a kick-ass salsa summer. I don't know about you, but uh took a little break, took some taco-cations. I've been out of town. Where'd I go? I let, Let's see. I, uh, I took a big family vacation to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Not a big taco town. It's more of a chili dog town. But uh, I spent a lot of time on the beach, ate a few tacos there. In Myrtle's Inlet, there's a place called the Dead Dog Saloon down in Myrtle Beach. And I had a great brisket taco there. Had some wonderfully tasty onion straws on it. I highly recommend that taco. Where else have I been? Oh, yeah. Uh, last week, I was in Chicago accompanying the... The band Sun Eaters, friends of the show, authors of the music you hear here on Taco the Town, they were playing a rock show at Phyllis's Musical Inn in Wicker Park. I was there to film the festivities, so look for some new Sun Eaters videos coming soon with some hot sizzling new Sun Eaters songs. Just uh, stay tuned. Hopefully those will drop sometime soon. I did not have any tacos in Chicago, but I did have a tasty cheese burger down at the Billy Goat one of my favorite spots in Chicago. So yeah, some fun summer excursions. I hope you got away, got to have some taco-cations this summer. And guess what, everybody? Next episode of Taco the Town is the big 200th episode of the show, the season two finale of Taco the Town. You know, we're going to take a little hiatus to gear up for season three after episode 200. We hope you'll tune in to the 200th episode. There are three guarantees. There will be fun. There will be friends and there will be tacos. So be sure to tune in next episode for our big season two finale, 200th episode of Taco the Town. Now let's find out what our taco destination is this week. Our destination this week is a new taco joint. They actually opened back in February here in Kansas City, down in the crossroads. I'm talking about Senorita Margarita. Great name. In the crossroads, 2000 Main Street, KCMO 64108, right on the corner of Main and West 20th Street. A great location right on the streetcar line. Senorita Margarita asks you to eat, drink, and enjoy. They are excited to bring their excitement, fun, and amazing drinks to the Kansas City community. While you're enjoying a night on the town, sip some of their signature margaritas and their delicious cuisine, such as their B-word burritos, nachos, and tacos. This is a cool little joint. It is the place to go when you're looking for easy and delicious Mexican food while wanting to relax, have fun, and drink with your friends. They are bringing the community a lively bar, excellent cuisine, and drinks to make your nights out something special. Founded by Jasmine Thompson, Senorita Margarita is her way to connect with the community, bring delicious food and drinks to those around her, and bring her visions of the American dream to life. 
They ask you to join them and experience a colorful atmosphere while you drink, eat, and have fun with their Mexican cuisine and margaritas at 2000 Main Street, KCMO 64108. Eat, drink, and enjoy at Senorita Margarita. Now let's find out who our special taco reviewer guests are this week. Our guests this week are members of the Kansas City rock band, The Creepy Jingles, whose sound touches on the 60s Brit pop psychedelia movement to the New York garage band, American folk, and surf sounds. The Creepy Jingles are led by singer-songwriter Jocelyn Nixon, featuring lead guitarist Wills Van Dorn, Andrew Woody on bass, and drummer Nick Robertson. The group released their full-length album, Take Me At My Wordplay, on High Dive Records in March of 2022. And our guests today are Jocelyn Nixon and Andrew Woody, who, Andrew, I understand you have a glass miniatures collection. Is that true? Would that Uh, be your most interesting aspect? Yes, I collect them, so I... um if I ever get lost in the woods, I can shine light through it and start a fire in a survival situation. Oh, nice. No, he's got like a little setup. It's like a glass case. And no, he has no, it it's all very like manly. Why? Are there like elephants? Circuit, Elef- elephants? Like mostly like, African animals? animals. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're going to want to see it. It's <laughs> breathtaking. And Jocelyn, you are a writer, singer, trans activist, and meme lord. To all your loved ones, and I understand you have a deep love of tacos, and you grew up a taco lover. Would that be true? Oh, yeah. Tacos from the get. Tacos from the jump. T to B is going to be tacos in my life. And you demanded. You're like, I got to be on this show to talk tacos. So I, I know. I, I like When I saw it, I was like, this is it. This is this is where I need to be. That I've been I looking need to for. talk to this guy. It's like a, a soulmate, some sort of. Well, welcome to Taco of the Town, Jocelyn Nixon and Andrew Woody from the Creepy Jingles. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I understand you just got back from a little bit of a tour down in Arkansas. How did that go? What were what were some of the highlights and lowlights? And what was, what was the top? What, what was the taco scene like? We first got to. The lowlights was we went to Nomads in Fayetteville, and no fault to them, they uh, they had a water main breakage. So oh, like, no. So we weren't able to play the show because they couldn't, they didn't have the bathrooms open. Damn. What do you do so, when something like that happens? Do you try to find another place or just like, yeah, night off? We already Arkansas. had a hotel booked in Eureka Springs. Well, they tried to find another place, too. They did. Like, they tried to make they, it work. They did. And, and then they uh, ended up, to their credit, they ended up paying, for, paying us as well. Yeah. So, like... Swinkies. They were they were super cool. I feel bad for them, so we'll have to make a a, a rain check game in the future. And but we felt bad for us because we wanted to play music. Sure, that's what we were there for. But that's so we ended up going out to Eureka Springs early, and we got a hotel room, and uh, we went out that night. And I ended up getting a really good burrito. I wish I remember what the place was called. Well, I forgot uh, that downtown you Fayetteville. So um, you, you you know the rules of the show, right? What's the rules? There's there's no burrito talk on the show. Yeah, god damn it. Didn't you I thought I thought about- you were a listener. <laughs> I thought you were a big fan of the show. I didn't hear the thing about the burrito. Oh. Um I could is there any way you could like substitute the word taco over burrito and just tell the burrito story but just say taco instead? Cuz otherwise we're just going to have to bleep out that entire part. Yeah, I get you. Okay. Um, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel like well, the paperwork you guys signed before you came in should you should have read yeah. that section of the. Um, You're right. Okay, so 
I had a really great taco. Oh yeah. Tell me about that. Oh yeah. It was delicious. Uh, we were in downtown Fayetteville killing time. College town, right? College town. Springs. That's where I had the taco. Yeah. The taco is Eureka Springs. Okay. See, I'm getting confused on what I was eating and on where we were. So it was in Arkansas. I can tell you that much listeners. So describe this, this taco. It had, uh, (laughs) It had beans and rice and uh, <laughs> and cheese. Are you a, a vegetarian? No. Okay. No. But it was a veggie taco. It was. It was, actually. I got chicken in it. Chicken. Okay. I did get chicken. It was. It was great. All the other guys wanted to eat like hamburgers and stuff. And Andrew has a really sensitive palate, so we had to, you know, we had to pack Ritz crackers away for him. I hear that. Yeah. I do like Ritz crackers a lot. Actually. <laughs> So this tour, I understand you uh, went to a haunted uh, hotel or you stayed at a haunted hotel or did you just visit? We, it? we visited. We didn't stay. Uh, we went to the Crescent Hotel. You know a lot about it because I guess your son is really into like I like ghost stuff, too. But his son loves the show Sam and Colby and they do. They watch like these ghost tour things on YouTube. So his son knew exactly where we were and he was so excited. We sent him pictures. But you see anything creepy? I looked through old photographs that they have in the lobby. There was like a book and you could open it up and there were a bunch of weird pictures where you could see like floating orbs and pictures of bodies coming out of elevators and stuff. Ghostly white. It's really interesting. They had a ghost tour floor up on the second floor, but uh, they weren't going at that time. So I just took a picture of it and we're going to go back and take it eventually. So no firsthand orb experiences at all? I've had ghost experiences in the past, but uh, not at this particular hotel. Okay. Well, I had Eli on FaceTime walking through the hotel. Your son? Yeah. And so, we're, you know, I was going through the stairwell, and I, I thought I saw something coming up the stairs behind me. I turned around, nothing was there. Were you recording it? Do you have any good footage? Well, or I was going forward. I was recording uh, forward. I wasn't recording backwards. Okay. But, yeah, I thought... I, know, I, I was genuinely, you know, shocked, scared. Did yeah. you feel the And hair? it was going on the second floor where Eli was instructing me to go to room 202, which is one of the most haunted haunted rooms in the hotels. It was legit. And they got a great pizza place. Did you know that? No. I saw it up there. I didn't go inside. Have you ever had a pizza taco? Oh, uh, yeah. What's that town in Kansas, the small Kansas town that's really famous for their pizza taco? Newton? There's a place. And Newton is the home of the pizza taco? Yeah, and it's, it is something else. I had a friend go there, and she brought it to me, and I kept it in my fridge. I probably should have eaten it sooner because it falls apart. It has lettuce on it. But, yeah, the pizza taco. Oh. Have you ever had a pizza taco? Uh-uh. So I mean, good. I've kind of made I mean, I've things had like that. Mexican yeah. pizza I've before. I've had refried beans on a pizza with taco meat. Oh, I do like Mexican pizza. Oh, like a taco and, pizza. And like or black olives pizza. and cheese taco and pizza. stuff like that. Salsa as your, but nothing that crazy. Now. Is that what you meant? A taco pizza like that? No, like no, no. I, taco? Pizza taco. Yeah. Fold, a a taco, folded, nothing. folded. It's almost like a. Uh, calzone. Calzone. Exactly. Like a pizza Taco Calzone. So the ghost thing, just something that comes up from mm. time to time on the show. Do you think ghosts get jealous of seeing people eating tacos? I would. If I was a ghost and when I, you know, when I am a ghost, I'm going to be looking at people chomping on those tacos and being like, man, 
I wish I was human again. You know, I wish I was alive. Right. That'd be the one thing that you miss out on, you know, yeah. like that, just that sensation, you know? Well, I crave tacos on the weekly. Right. So imagine if you can't eat tacos anymore and then you just got to float around and see, watch people like scarfing gray tacos. <laughs> people are rubbing it in your face. It's going to bum you out big time. I think that's, that's why they call it purgatory. Right. The space in between because you Taco, can't eat the tacos. Taco-tory. Yeah. 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 I have read that in some texts. I place, think you're right. A place where you can't get tacos, but you just see tacos floating around and you just can't touch them. Yeah. It's that's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, gosh, um, that's great. So, uh, do you have any shows coming up? Uh, yes. Well, I mean, we'll hit on this again later in the show, yeah. but what are your next shows? Uh, so this is going to air next week. So, or if you're listening to it right now, it's, it's airing now. What day, is, we just time what day is this? What day is this? Uh, this is like next Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh yeah. So I got a show on Friday at the war. Oh, wait. We got a show Friday the 25th at the Warwick. You're saying Tuesday next week. Sorry to break this up. Okay, I got you. Sorry, we got we to gotta get out of chart. He's still scrambled from the time travel. Um, <laughs> we're, it takes your mind a bit to adjust. We're old hat with it. Right. We, we've done it several times. I mean, this is my first time on the podcast, right. but we've, what, six, seven times now that we've time traveled? I mean, I, I time travel. I taco time travel a lot, which is kind of like being a ghost. Yeah. Man, that's getting deep. <laughs> no, we've got a show Friday, 25th at the Warwick Theater. Downtown KC, Midtown. Downtown KC, yeah, Midtown KC. And then on the 26th, Saturday, I've put together a fundraiser for Amplify Lawrence, which is a camp for uh, girls and gender expansive children and gives them some place to go with them not being able to play, like trans kids not being able to play sports anymore. I think that they need more places that they can feel welcome. I always felt welcomed in the music community as a trans woman. And um, I don't know. I wanted to just give back. I've performed for them a couple of times. So the 26th next uh, Saturday at the bottleneck doors at five, the show starts at 6 PM. Uh, we're going to have Kansas Campbell, great drag queen. And then we've also got uh, Miss Amanda Love and then we've got Mary Query doing the drag acts. And then after, we're going to have DJ Chance Romance. And then uh, we're going to have a rock show afterwards. So it's going to be Melophobia, uh, Likes, and us, the Creepy Jingles. So if you feel like coming out, it's all the, money, all the donations go to a good cause. We have a raffle going on. We have people from 90.9 The Bridge. We have High Dive Records and Manor Records donating merch. So I'm going to be raffling off merch for people. You come to the door, get a raffle ticket. You're going to go home probably with some cool music. So there's lots of great things. Lawrence Pride is going to be down there. I Heart Local Music. It's going to be a great show. It's $10. You can get it at the door. But again, all donations go to Amplify Lawrence. So let's give these kids... Uh, someplace to belong. And you can get tickets online too? You can. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, every week here on the show, I need to know just from the tip top, what your taco experience was growing up. Yeah. Did you grow up a taco lover? Yeah. Did you celebrate Taco Tuesday on the regular? What was the family situation like when it came to tacos? I know we had that slip up earlier where you said the B word. We won't get into that yeah, again. Thanks. Thank you. We'll for... just forget that ever happened. Just you kind of keep bringing it up. Yeah. Though. Sorry. What was your taco experience like? What was your, tell me about your taco journey. Okay. Well, since we were, I was raised in Blue Springs, Missouri. I don't know if this has anything to do with Blue Springs, but I feel like we were very Midwest family in the sense that I was hardcore raised on 
bean and cheese tacos. My mom would sometimes like fry them up after you put the smother them, refried beans, like cheddar, Colby Jack cheese, and then uh, just fry those up. And You're talking uh, crunchy shell? Oh, it was a flour shell. Flour, okay. And then you get it super crunch. And then also La Victoria was like what the dipping from the grocery store, you could get the La Victoria. So that was kind of my taco growing up. So I make these tacos. You still make these tacos she's talking about? Joss showed me this taco, bean and cheese, onion, and crumpled tortilla chips in the taco. Oh, yeah. I've added to it. I crumple and, up uh, tortilla chips into it. Yeah, oh, I, that's I still where you get the these, crunch. And you're gonna I get still the crunch, make these Or you today, fry yeah. it too. But. Yeah, they're great. My you mom never choice. did the tortilla chips. She just fried it, but... It's been my little ad addition to. Oh, that was your yeah to add the garnish. Tips. Uh, that's a good, that's a good tip. What would you say? What was your first street taco, or what was your what was your taco restaurant growing up? Did you when you went out to eat? Yeah, so I was always like big into Tex-Mex because of the way the sort of I was raised on tacos. It was all about cheesy Tex-Mex, all that sort of stuff. But uh, really, I started getting into street tacos probably once I moved to Austin, Texas. Good place to do it. Yeah, it was just, just so much, so much great tacos, and uh, there's food everywhere you go. Yeah, if you want a band and taco story, we should talk about Austin, Texas, because we went down there last year. Mm -hmm. Did yeah. they pay you in tacos? Or was um, there just a lot of tacos eaten? There's There were tacos everywhere. Everywhere we went was tacos. You'd stop somewhere for a coffee, you could get tacos. Yeah, all kinds of tacos, like really great breakfast tacos. That was one of the great, things yeah. I, I miss about Austin is there was a little place around the corner from where uh, I was living called Kick Butt Coffee. Shout out to Kick Butt Coffee and, and Austin. giant cookies. God they had giant damn. cookies, but they had morning, they had like four or five different breakfast tacos that you could eat. And then they'd always have different sauces. And I would just look forward to getting my coffee and having those tacos. But And then we'd go out to lunch and get tacos. <laughs> but the taco joints that you want to check out in Austin, our taco deli is amazing. Uh, the Donia sauce is one of my favorite sauces ever. Yeah. And if like you're going to a sit-down restaurant, Fonda San Miguel is really amazing. And Cura's, as far as just like a regular night during the week, they have avocado margaritas, amazing, like carnita tacos. It's just, Whoa, it's incredible. avocado margarita? Yeah. Would you say this is the most taco-centric city you've ever been to? I would say so. Yeah. I mean, we do have a good, we are interested in tacos here in this city, but like to me, you get a, a little bit more of, of, of all across Mexico. Sort of, you see you, like Curris, for example, has like six different kinds of salsa and their, their menu kind of spans across Mexico. So different, there's different tortillas, there's different kinds of corn, there's different kinds of flour that beans. you're using, beans, how, yeah, how you cook your beans. But sauces are always the thing that always set the table for me. Like if I'm going to a sit down restaurant, I want it to have a good chips and salsa. If the sauce is great and the chips are great, awesome. But the other thing that I look for when I go to just a normal get my taco is I love specialty sauces. I like that, uh, the victory orange sauce. And I love that green donia sauce. And uh, that's that's my jam. That kind of sets the tone. For it. That's half the taco experience. Would you think. think something that we need to step our game up here in Kansas City is the breakfast taco scene? Breakfast taco scene, yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Because they're very, very hard to find, at least. Yeah. Because you're saying in Austin, they're just everywhere, so. Yeah. There's a couple of places. 
Do you have a favorite breakfast taco spot here in KC? Yeah, I, I like the uh, grilled taco down at uh, the City Market Roastery. Oh, do they have one the there? City Market, yeah. Oh, okay, for breakfast? Yeah. Okay, nice. That's good to yeah, know. Yeah, it's really, uh, it's not very, I mean, it's not, it's just really nice. Just eggs, cheese, bacon, potatoes, grilled, salsa on the side. Yeah, check it's, that out. It's excellent. It's just really classic. Now, Andrew, where did you grow up? Where did your taco journey begin? Uh, well, I did, I grew up in Independence initially and then moved to the Kansas side. We were um, more, uh, we never went out to eat very often. So uh, we made our own tacos a lot. We're talking we mom the, tacos, dad tacos. We had tacos. the taco trays. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The wire things. Oh, like the stand up. Okay. That's oh, fancy. Yeah. Pull that out, you know. You just get you got your crunchy uh, corn shell. We do an old, old beef, El Paso. Cheese, that's it. Uh, what shell? It was Spanish Gardens, Spanish local gardens, Kansas of City course, sauce. Yeah. Yep. You know, from the from the. What about Sylvia yeah. chips, tortilla chips? You know, I don't really uh, remember the tortilla chips that much. It was really taco forward. The tortilla um, chips. At least legit, when I yeah. grew up, we didn't do tortilla in uh, in uh, dip. Uh, salsa at home that was like a plate thing you'd do out at the restaurant yeah, you know we didn't really do that yeah we did uh, have the spanish garden sauce for the tacos but we didn't dip chips in that right i did well, do a, a lot taco of sauce after all right well every week here on the show we've got to check the taco news stories of the week this is called the taco ticker you want to check the taco ticker with me yeah all right yeah. let's do it all right this is the taco ticker we've got a lot of taco news stories here Taco ticker story number one, National Fajita Day was yesterday, August 18th. Did you celebrate? No. What Do you normally celebrate? I'm actually uh, boycotting this year in protest of getting our kids home, getting our kids home from war. I ate tacos on Fajita Day. Oh, yeah. I mean, me too. Yeah. I make tacos out of fajitas on Fajita Day. <laughs> well, technically yeah. I did celebrate, but I'm afraid to say what I ate. Oh, no. Don't tell me. <laughs> Don't tell me. I want to start this interview on the right foot, so I'm going to keep it to myself. Are you telling me you made a fajita B-word? I bought a fajita B-word. <laughs> Where'd you buy a fajita, fajita B-word? What's the restaurant down across from the Granada uh, in Lawrence? I don't know. You were touting it, though. With Casa Grande? Like yeah. Cho -cho's? Casa Grande. Chochos yeah. or something? A Chochos, yeah. Chochos? With chicken. Is that new? It's a Chochos B-word with chicken. Oh, it's called a Choo-Choo? Chocho. Chocho, I think. Anyway, $8. It was so. delicious. It was humongous. Every time I go there, the sauce is amazing. Uh, get the medium and hot. Uh, I, I polished it off once we Do got you remember home. that taco spot we'd go to in Lawrence? That was the. There's a lot. That was the best. It was called Tacos. Ta. It was right on the Co. corner. Yeah, Taco. We go in there. Hannah was the bartender. You remember? Oh, every time. Yeah, spicy yeah, margaritas. Yeah. We reviewed them a hundred episodes ago. Yeah, and then they closed. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we loved going there. We heard they had a bat in the basement of that building, which makes sense. A bat. Yeah, a bat hung out in the basement and it ate all their tacos. So maybe that's oh, wow. why they closed down, or why do you think wow. they closed? That was a pretty... That's rad. Yeah. Uh, legit, why do I think they closed? Yeah. Uh, because the rent went up on their space, and they oh. didn't want to pay it anymore. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It's a great <laughs> location right there on Mass Street. But then, like, eight other taco places popped up over the next, like, year and a half, so... 
Um, I heard that the, it does seem to be no shortage of tacos. In I place. heard the cover story is that the rent went up and they just decided not to re- renew it. But I heard the real story is that the bat got really big and he started <laughs> he started bullying the employees oh, and it God. became it became sort of like an HR nightmare for them. Sounds like so it. So yeah. they were like, we got to get out of this real quick. Whenever HR gets involved, I mean, are we talking like a small child, like? And and put it communicate at one point, but it was growing so fast because of the tacos that it became like an amorphic like uh, bat <laughs> man, so to speak. Well, that place was famous for its puffy taco shells. Did you ever have the puffy tacos there? You know what? I went to the most the world famous place in San Antonio's that originated the puffy taco when I lived in Austin for five years. I used to go through the San Antonio, and I have had a puffy taco, not from that restaurant before though. I did have one from there, yeah. Were you a fan of the puffy shell? It's always kind of okay. I'm not too much of a fan of it. But actually, it, on the right one, it's good. So if you go like classic beef, cheese, lettuce, and the puffy shell, that's good. Yeah, That is. Know. It's almost like a uh, taco salad puffy taco. Yeah. If you get too gourmet with the ingredients, you get a little lost in the, in the puffy shell. Right. So this is a taco ticker story number two. This has been the summer of uh, Taco Bell introducing a new taco to their menu. I'm curious to see if either of you have had this yet. I tried it. You have? I did. I tried it last week. Goss eats more tacos than anybody I've ever known. Well, I got to know your thoughts because I was kind of a fan of this taco. It is the grilled cheese dipping taco featuring slow braised shredded beef. For a limited time, started on August 3rd. What are your thoughts okay, on this so taco? The Taco Bell Birria. Yeah. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah, but they don't have like the consomme sauce. It's just like red sauce and nacho cheese sauce, which is kind of disheartening. It's the sauce they put on the Enchirito. Yeah. Which I enjoy that sauce. Yeah. Did you were you That's a fan? Sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Um I thought the braised beef was really good. Mine was a little soggy. I think that that's the risky run when you've got like a big melty cheese taco. It wasn't my favorite Taco Bell item that I've ever had, but I did think that the braised beef tasted pretty good in it. I don't know if I'll get it on the regular. It seemed a little bit too heavy for what I typically like, especially if I'm eating Taco Bell. I was uh, I was kind of blown away by it. I really enjoyed it. I, I thought there'd be two to the order, mm-hmm. but there was only one. And then, yeah, you get the two dipping sauces. Mm-hmm. It is their answer to try to do a birria taco, which is kind of funny that birria has gotten so big that Taco Bell is doing one now, right. too. Do you think this is something they'd add to the menu as a regular item? Do you feel like it would be that no, successful? No, because I, I, I think Taco Bell loves torturing uh, its patrons by introducing items and then pulling taking them, them away. away. I still haven't fully forgiven Taco Bell for the them taking the double-decker away because it was maybe my favorite item. And then just My when favorite I, item, too. Loved it. That just, was mine. Just when I thought it wouldn't get better and they're not going to introduce another item I loved— I got on board with those Fiesta fries. Those are some of the best French fries I've eaten in a long time. I love the seasoning on them. They were like cracked to me with the nacho cheese sauce. And I'm normally, in your nose, I don't, I don't normally eat French fries. But these French fries were delicious. And then they took those away. So I think they're going to dangle this carrot in front of us, get us all excited about it, and then take it away and then um, increase prices again. Right. They'll bring it back and it'll be five bucks instead of three forty nine. Yeah, know? exactly. I'd love to have a meal of those. Like if they introduce like the meal box, the party box mm-hmm. with maybe two of them, and yeah. then like more sauces. I love I love the dipping sauce aspect to them too. That the uh, 
wonder what that sauce is called. That the Oh, it's called a savory red sauce. It'd be amazing if they had to create your own item at Taco Bell, which I'm surprised they've never done. Like a contest? Not even a contest. Just, Just like, the ability for you to go up and create your own either on the app or on the menu, create your own item. I just think that that's a add on. That would be a good business move for them. I mean, it would, it would it would slow them the down a little bit. Food. It would slow them down a little bit. But we've heard on the show that people try to get Mexi melts, like because Mexi melts were discontinued, mm-hmm. and people have found the hack to order a Mexi melt. And people are like, "Hey, I know what you're doing." The people working there, are like you're just you just are making a Mexi melt, and like, yeah, yeah. So they learned the trick how to get a Mexi melt. But yeah, those I I was really surprised by those. So Taco Bell is always coming out with these crazy innovation ideas in this. I thought this one was good. I, I really enjoyed it. Did you try the grilled stuffed steak burrito? B I, word, wow. B word. Why? Why? I, Matt, make sure you're bleeping out all of these B wow. words that are getting dropped. I'm talking to my uh, editor, Matt. I did not. Was it similar to the birria? The, uh, it the was a pretty good item. Okay. It was a pretty good item, but then, you know, I think it's just interesting the way they market. They're all about the grilled cheese now, so they're making yeah, all these grilled cheese. So items. melty, yeah. like oh, they never used melty cheese up until two years ago. Right, now they're like all about. It. When you're on tour, yeah. how often are you stopping to get tacos or Taco Bell? Is is that like a tour staple? I think tacos are something that everybody can agree on, yeah. which is a which is, makes it a common stop. Yeah, we all like coffee and we all like tacos. So if we I'm probably the biggest enthusiast out of all of us as far as like taco life, but all these guys all have great opinions as far as like Andrew and Nick have worked in the food uh, industry. Nick's worked with coffee. Andrew was the front house manager. He's worked at a sushi restaurant. So he has experience in food and he's a pretty good cook. Nick and I are pretty good amateur cooks. So we love to try different tacos. So everybody has their own uh, sort of idea as far as what makes a great taco. And we constantly are getting in conversation and debates about where the best tacos are, where the best anything is. So it is an important part of this band. Um, Honestly, I don't think we would be making music if it weren't for tacos. Oh, wow. That big, huh? Tacos are a power food. You you got your protein and you got that corn tortilla that's going to just drive you through for four, five, six hours. And it's a know, delivery system. If you're traveling, it's like just a, a taco is like the perfect bite. It stays together. You know, it's not falling out most of the time. You know, it's just, it's a good travel food. So I think. Are you more pre-show tacos or post-show tacos? Post-show. post-show. Yeah. Uh, pre-show tacos that can make you a little sluggish, make you a little drowsy. And that's great at the end of the night, but you don't want that before you would go on stage. It's, it would suck to play a show <laughs> and sing for an hour uh, with a belly full of tacos. Would you just, so if that happened, would you just start playing your song slower or would you maybe just change your set list to just play slow, sleepy songs? No, no, <laughs> they no. Just we perform really <laughs> terribly. <laughs> we'd still kick ass, but it okay. would be less comfortable. Okay. This next story falls within our cheesy gordita crime stories of the week. A Chipotle customer recently threw a fit at a worker for putting too much salsa on her taco. Have 
Either of you uh, been to Chipotle? Do you enjoy the Chipotle? Are you more, uh, do you boycott Chipotle? What are, what are your thoughts on the Chipotle? I do, I do like Chipotle sometimes. The only item that I really love to get from Chipotle is the keyword. Oh, that's okay. The, you can say quesadilla. Oh, I can yeah. say, okay. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Quesadilla. Okay. There uh, you go. I really like those quesadillas and they have a new Atabata chicken quesadilla. How is that? It's the best item I've ever had from Chipotle. I was never a big fan of the bowls. I always felt a little sick. Chicago Bulls? There's the burrito bowl. Oh, burrito bowl. No, we support Chicago Bulls. What are Chicago Bulls? Oh, Chicago Bulls. (laughs) The the championship (laughs) Chicago Bulls. Yeah. I was a huge Michael Jordan fan growing up. Yeah. But we're talking Bulls with a B O W L. B O W L. Never a fan of the the bowls. No, because everything sits on top. And then the rice gets cold or whatever. You almost have to put it in a separate container. Yeah, you got to shake, shake it that up. Doggy. It's just like, but if you get it delivered and you're just like at the restaurant, you can't like really shake it up. Yeah. So you're just eating all the stuff off the top. And then you've just got a bunch of crappy rice. You're eating all that lettuce off the top. That's the bad. Yeah. that's. No, I, lo- I don't love how they yeah. put so much rice. Like, I feel like we should be right. uh, more balanced portions. Well, recently, this is a viral TikTok thing. Um, a customer threw a fit at a Chipotle worker. Uh, she told her to do your job and make burritos after the worker put too much salsa on her taco. It's none of the worker's business how much we order. We are the ones paying, the customer said. A user on TikTok sparked discussion after calling out a Karen involved in an incident at Chipotle in a video with over 315,000 views. A TikTok user filmed a fellow customer at the counter at Chipotle. One of the employees says something to the customer to which she responds, I don't care. I'm spending my money. I'm going to get what the F I want. According to the text overlaying the video and comments made, The dispute began because the employee put too much salsa on her taco, though the TikToker described the amount of salsa as normal. The employees then remade her taco, only to have to remake it again after the customer complained that they had used too much sour cream this time. Over the course of the video, the woman yelled at the employee while one continued the conversation and another tried to break up the dispute and focus on the food. Do your job and make burritos, the customer says at one point. The TikToker stated in later videos that they began recording the dispute as they feared for the safety of the worker. Then they posted it to TikTok because they found the resultant recording humorous. This is not the first Karen experience to occur at a Chipotle. Back in 2021, a woman went viral for claiming that being asked to wear a mask in Chipotle was modern day segregation. In January 2022, a Mr. Karen, Mr. Karen, sparked discussion after berating employees for prioritizing online orders. As a Chipotle employee, I would have lost my job right when she said, are you going to do something, wrote a user. The way she said, go make burritos was like she was trying to belittle her. I would love to know what she does for a living. Like, if you don't like the way they serve your food, go to the store, buy your crap, and make it how you like it at home. It's that damn simple, a uh, other commenter said. Some attempted to explain what may have caused the dispute in the first place. I work in fast food, and when I tell you that every single time me and my coworker are laughing, customers think we are talking about them. Oh, so it's one of those things. Like, no, we don't give a shit about you. You are another person walking in and out. Trust me, no one cares about you. Some supported the customer and said that female employee was being smug and egging the customer on. I heard the female employee use the word ignorant. The customer got legit pissed. That's happened before. Recall the second commenter. It's none of the workers business. How much we order. We are the ones paying thoughts on this situation. 
a lot of thoughts. <laughs> but I'm just I'm I'm sick of I'm sick of America. <laughs> I'm sick of, <laughs> just sick of the world. If that would be my first thought, that seems rather unreasonable to have such a ridiculous expression because of what was happening with there being too much sauce. And then you then pick apart the second one for having sour cream. That point it's like, okay, I feel like you're trying to be difficult. You know, if, if the workers were being smug, I could also see kind of getting pissed off and then wanting to torture them a little bit. I think they're bad on both sides. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any winners in this situation. I think we all lose, you know, and I think it's going to create a further divide and trust between Chipotle patrons and their workers. That's, I think, the, the thing that we should really be concerned about is like, are they going to strike now because of all this? We don't know. Is this the start of the fast food wars that, they talk about in the movie Demolition Man. Like it's Chipotle. You're right. It's Taco Bell. Oh my God, I didn't see yeah. it before. Maybe this is where it starts, you know? This is. This Maybe is, it's this the customers point. versus Chipotle. They take out Chipotle. Maybe the fast food wars are fast food against customers. They have been for they, years. <laughs> They've been making us fast. Making Fully develop AI first, and then it becomes them. Oh customers my gosh. Customers versus the restaurants once they're fully developed AI. Uh, restaurants so i think we're a few years away from the wars starting right i think this is just about common decency between humans right and i think you have to have a certain expectation when you go into a chipotle and order your burrito of you know just like going in and ordering it and paying for it and leaving and right don't get don't hang out don't hang out in line nobody wants to or like stand behind some kind of relationship with i mean ultimately (laughs) this comes down to management at chipotle and there should be better customer service no matter what the customer says to you you say yeah absolutely i'm sorry i put too much sauce on there let me remake it for you the where that divide happens is when the management expects things to be that way and uh, employees haven't been trained to be that way you know not like fully trained to treat people like that it's one thing to have a conversation about it it's another thing to show that show employees real life experiences of this is what it feels like if you're not being a, a good at customer service you know you you want to have good customer exper- uh, service experience and bad because you can learn from the bad too Anyway, that's where it all starts. I thought really. It's I just thought like, we were given joke answers. Are we? I'm sorry. Are we? Are we trying to get people to not listen? To not listen. Yeah. Um, oh my god. When you worked yeah. with the no, su- so you worked wrong. in uh, you worked in sushi, right? And you worked at a sushi <laughs> restaurant, or you were a gen- manager at a sushi restaurant. Uh, I've been front of house manager. Have you ever had any Karen issues? I mean, the term Karen didn't exist. And I don't really love the term Karen, but I'm also being too serious apparently right now. You're being, a, you're being such a Karen right now. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but yeah, I've been yelled at by lots of people. It's just ever, part of the business. You ever been told, hey, you put too much sour cream on that sushi? Oh, yeah. One in particular was a really muscle-bound guy, and he would always come in and he would say, I can't fit through the door. <laughs> After he says, I can't fit through the door, he would say he can't have any dairy. Okay, so every he so would knew, tell you that I, he's a repeat because yeah. he knew, and I brought him out something with mayonnaise, and he went crazy in a busy restaurant on me about. Did he crush it in his hand or crushing against his head? I know that he doesn't eat dairy, 
you know? Because mayonnaise isn't dairy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, Sounds awesome. bad. Well, that, that does it for the taco ticker this week. Let's uh, take a quick break. We're going to be right back after these messages. Eat tacos, win prizes. The KCK Taco Trail is back like it never left. The KCK Taco Trail is a mapped out trail of nearly 60 local taquerias, and it's launching just in time for summer 2023. Within the last decade, the KCK taco scene has exploded with taquerias all over town, making Kansas City, Kansas the go-to destination for KC tacos. Or as we like to call it here on T3, the taco center of the galaxy. To participate, taco enthusiasts can visit kcktacotrail.com to sign up for the KCK Taco Trail. The trail will not only map out where to find all kinds of tacos, but also give diners the chance to win prizes. You can unlock prizes by eating tacos and checking in at restaurants. Here's how it works. Step one, you get your mobile exclusive passport. Step two, you receive a text. Step three, redeem. When visiting a participating business, you simply open up your pass and check in to earn points. Points earn prizes such as t-shirts, tortilla warmers, decals, and more. KCK Taco Trail is ongoing. However, participants have until April 15, 2024 to complete the trail and win the prizes. To view a full list of nearly 60 restaurants on the KCK Taco Trail, visit kcktacotrail.com. Hit the trail and begin to fulfill your taco destiny today. Town of the Taco, Kansas City, oh, the place I love. All right, this is Town of the Taco, where we discuss the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. I will have each of you pull a topic, and we will discuss. Jocelyn, you want to go first? Yeah. And if it's a bad one, you can pull it. Read it now? <laughs> yeah, you can read it now. Favorite interaction with a Kansas City celebrity? Oh, I, I, I do have a story. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah. All right, who was it? What okay, happened? Okay, so this was when I was younger, and... Um, I worked at the Buckle, like right out of high school, with one of your uh, previous guests, uh, Wayne Hutcherson. Bobby, oh yeah, Bobby Wayne Hutcherson Topaz, and Priest Holmes came in to the Buckle, and I was helping him, and there was this. Uh, he really didn't like want to be like want to talk to me at all, <laughs> and then but there was this blonde girl that was very attractive that we worked with at the buckle and uh he wanted to work with her and the whole time he just keeps on coming out of the he comes out of the 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 uh, dressing room and he's like he pulls up his shirt to show his abs to the girl <laughs> and he was just being so lame sorry priest but that was really he was cringy to he watch. was changing clothes and like kind of like in a movie where the person comes out and like shows their outfit and their friends go no not that one yeah like that but thing. It, it was that situation but he was coming out and he's like oh yeah yeah just sort of like lifting up his shirt and being all cool <laughs> about it and I'm like groan <laughs> this is mage cringe core <laughs> Andrew any good celebrity interactions favorite celebrity interactions um, least favorite celebrity interactions. You know, I've I've served some celebrities, George Brett a couple of times, Frank White before. Ryan Lilja became regular at my restaurant to the point where he and I became friends, legit. So I'm always, I've been a big fan of Ryan Lilja after that experience. He's a good dude. Is Ryan Lilja? Uh, he was playing uh, offensive line for the Chiefs. Oh, 
think he won, didn't he win the uh, Super Bowl with the Colts? Yeah. Was the offensive lineman, yeah. What restaurant did you used to, what was it, a, the sushi restaurant? Yeah, yeah it was the uh, Sushi Uni in Lenexa. Okay. You should pull a topic there. Favorite KC neighborhood? Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Favorite KC neighborhood? I mean, I got to say Shawnee. I live in Shawnee. It's a great place to be. But it might not be my true answer because the Northeast. The historic Northeast? Yeah, I love the Northeast area. I would live there if there weren't other complications, honestly. Or River North. I like River North, too. Becoming a very hip hip spot, yeah. And the bicycle culture over there. I like to ride bikes. and. Uh, Growing up, I always sort there. of thought Waldo was like the area to be in. I really do enjoy your neighborhood in yeah, Shawnee. Yeah, Waldo's good. I, I lived in Waldo, though, for a bit. You and did. For the a, problem is getting in and out of Waldo. That's kind of the annoying thing. Is there you can't not get close to a highway. Well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't have a favorite neighborhood? Uh, yeah, I would probably. Current? Yeah, I would probably say Waldo when I was younger, growing up, what and like downtown? first learning about the city. We and both lived downtown for a while, and that was the best. Downtown KC, like River Market. Yeah, we lived. We no, lived over the by city. the library. Uh, oh yeah. Off like Ninth and Wyandotte. That was a really fun time because we both worked at Bowling's, and we would walk to work or he would bicycle to work but i would just walk and i'd get my groceries there at the at the city market and then i would walk home and i don't know that was a really fun neighborhood and then you could walk around to uh the, the grocery stores over there that's really nice and yeah it was a good area that was before the river market blew up though yeah before, that, before that the was, streetcar that was before they oh, moved yeah. the movie theater in as well that was back in uh 2008 9 West Side is pretty cool, and you can be you can still be in Kansas and be in the West Side too. Yeah, if that matters too. Strawberry Hill is a cool neighborhood. Strawberry Hill's great. We got some yeah. great neighborhoods. We do. Oh, Casey, oh you're talking fans K of KC. KCK, yeah, yeah, Strawberry Hill, very good. Yeah. All right, uh, I think it's time. We've waited far too long. It's time to put these tacos to the test. What do you say? These tacos are looking so good. Smell good too. We're, we're so hungry right now. Oh, that chicken looks the best one. It looks like oh. the best one. Oh my God, it looks so good. Here we go. Let's put these tacos to the test. So we've got the tacos here. First thing I'm noticing is the uh, shell almost looks like it's part of the uh, Yoli, the Yoli shells. Have you ever had the Yoli tortilleria uh -oh. shells? No. It looks like one of those shells. It's very nice. It's a soft, soft taco shell tortilla. Um, you want to do the asada first? We've got three tacos. We've got a asada, a chicken, and a El Pastor. Yeah, let's let's dig into this one. Let's do the asada first. I, I, I want like a uh, control. Okay. Well, there's yeah, there's still the raw onion and the cilantro on. That's there. how God intended. Yeah, exactly. It, a little bit of red salsa. Hmm. Nothing wrong with that. People have to know we're enjoying this. Yeah, not bad. The tortilla is nice. Mm-hmm. It's a good taste. Yeah, great tortilla. I like the sauce, too, the uh, the salsa. The salsa that we put on good. there. I think that was supposed to be the medium salsa that they have there. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I could go a little hotter on the beef's salsa. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's a teeny bit chewy, mm -hmm. which I don't, you know, not not rubbery, just a little bit right. chewy. Um, Some radish slices. That would be really right. good. Do you want any of this cucumber? I got some. You got some? Okay. And it and it plays the role, but that kind of spicy radish is nice. What are your thoughts on the chips and salsa from Senorita Margarita? I like the salsa. Is it smoky a little bit? I was surprised. Ooh, I like that. That's real good. Thoughts on the chips? 
Maybe the tomatoes roasted. Chips are okay. I like that. They're They're fresh and they're thin. Yeah, Yeah. chips are great. With the sauce, I think it's good. Do you have a preference between corn or or white corn or when it comes to tortilla chips? Uh Yeah, no, or even blue. No, they're all they're all great to me. Yeah, I like the salsa a lot. Should we move on to the chicken? Yeah, for a restaurant though, you can't go puffy chips. They crash and fall apart in the bag or in transport. You have to go and get these. I think these are pretty good um, chips. I don't think they um, they don't fall apart too too much. So. Now this chicken looks like it's shredded chicken, which I'm not usually a fan of a shredded chicken. Yeah, sometimes it can be dry. Right. You like shredded as opposed to like chunks? Yeah. Okay. 100% every time. Okay, here we go. Doing the chicken. Once again, great shell, great tortilla. Mm. Mm. Thoughts? I think we need to break out that margarita. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, not the most flavorful. Right. That's what I was going to say. And it is a little dry, which is to be expected with shredded chicken. It's all right. It's all right. I would not probably go out of my way to order this again. I am looking forward to this pastor, though, so I hope this pastor takes it home because that's usually my pick to click. I've been working on my own shredded chicken taco recipe lately, so I'm I'm, I'm Andrew's probably going to grate a little bit hard. Just I like Andrew's I've made a gosh dang better good than that chicken shredded taco. chicken taco lately. So what do you think? Yeah, there is not a lot of flavor to that. It's very... For the flavor, you have to have a homemade chicken stock, too. And you got to pull the chicken stock out of it and then add it back in at the right time. That's how it stays juicy, and that's how you get that complex flavor. And then also your seasoning choices. Like, what seasoning choices in here? I don't know. Maybe some salt. I don't even see pepper necessarily. Like right. it should be paprika. It should be something that you can visually see. The chicken's Smoky. been changed by whatever seasoning's on there. And that gets you fired up because you eat with your eyes first. So. Mm. I do like a little more color on my chicken. Yeah. You know, there was a time I'd order chicken tacos a lot, but I haven't in the last, I'd say, eight years. I'm just not a big not big on the chicken tacos. When they as make much it well, they make it well, but you can't find it good everywhere. So yeah. Let's move on to the last taco today. This is the Al Pastor. Looks beautiful. Al Pastor should need nothing, not even any sauce. No salsa? Just nothing? It should have all that already. Just you ever squirt a little lime on there? You like lime oh, on your yeah, tacos? definitely. Lime goes on there. All right. I failed to mention I squirted lime on all the okay. tacos. Okay. That's salsa from me, though, if you're not going to use it. All right. Here we go. Great. I got a big piece of fruit in there, too, in my bite. That was awesome. Uh, pineapple? I think I'm, that's what I'm it was? assuming, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is my favorite one I'm gonna by far. One. I've eaten all of them, folks. Mm. Yeah, this is the best for sure. That sweetness with the pineapple in there. And one of the differences is that has to cook in its own juices. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's going to come out that way no matter what. It's all... But the spices are great in there. Like that's flavored exactly right. That's amazing. I could go for three more of these, just the Al Pastores, you know? Makes me want to try the chorizo. If they're Al Pastores like that, I bet the chorizo is great. Yeah. Like, a, like Rico's Tacos Lupe. Have you done the taco challenge there? God, there? No, no. What's the taco challenge? One. I just go eat three chorizo tacos and have a great day. I think the taco challenge is 10 tacos. And then you get your name put in the special book. I could put away 10. I would feel tired. Probably <laughs> want to take a nap yeah. afterwards, but I could do it. I think that's what the challenge is. Like people just do it on their lunch hour all the time. Hmm. I cannot eat. I couldn't <laughs> eat 10 tacos on my lunch break. <laughs> I go back to work and I'm in a coma. Then you read a margarita. 
I mean, we got to try their margarita. So yeah. I've got a margarita here. I think this is just their house margarita. Let's try this margarita. <laughs> then we can give our final cheers, cheers to Taco the Town. Appreciate you being on the show. Here we go. Happy to be here. Doesn't taste like every house margarita that I've ever tried. No, it's good. It's uh, it's got a nice flavor. It's it's definitely got its own thing going on, which is yeah, that's a reason to go refreshing. Back to this place alone. What's in their name? You know, I figured we better try it. You know, yeah. I, this is good. So, Cinderina Margarita is right there in the crossroads, right on Main and Twentieth, close to Southwest Boulevard, right on the streetcar line, and for First Friday. It'd be a perfect spot if you're wanting tacos and margaritas. I mean, it's really close to everything. It's right there by the old Rieger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on the streetcar line. But yeah, these margaritas are great. It's kind of cool in there too. It's got a cool, it's it's like a bar. It's it's more of a bar than a restaurant, I'd say. Uh-huh. But yeah, this is good. No complaints on the margarita. Yeah, generally everything was great. Are we ready to give our final review on everything? So I guess we could give a review on the margarita and a review on the tacos out of yeah. five golden tacos, five being best. You can do that. I'm going to give it maybe like a, as far as a house margarita, I'd probably get a 4.5. It's one of the better house margaritas I've ever had. I'm usually a top shelf kind of gal, but this is pretty good. Uh, it does have a unique flavor. 4.5, I think, is a really fair score. Okay. And for the tacos? Let's see. I would give a three for the asada. Three out of five for the asada. I would probably do a two out of five on the chicken taco. And the pastor, I would probably give about three, three, eight, four, maybe a four. Okay. That's, that's my taco ranking. Andrew, your thoughts? Well, yeah, if... If a top shelf margarita was a five, this would be somewhere in the mid threes, I would say. But uh, as, if we're uh, judging on house margarita, then it's up there for sure. 4.2, 4.3, somewhere in there. Yeah, that's a good one. It tastes very uh, natural, like a homemade mix. Maybe a sweetener that's more like a, a gauche or something versus, oh, yeah. yeah, versus. Uh, it doesn't have that gross kinda, aftertaste from artificial That's sweet. right. It, it's really nice. And uh, t- tacos and chips and salsa and overall, I mean, it's, you know, I would give it 3.8. 3.8 Oh, yeah, I would give the chips and salsa. I'd probably yeah, give the I chips mean, and salsa is, this is a 3.5. Uh, I would go to, definitely. Go yeah, back great. I it's mean, delicious. so, yeah, I'll, I'll give the chips and salsa a uh, 4.5. The salsa's great. Really good. Margarita. I'm get, I mean, we just did the big margarita showdown a couple weeks back. Oh, you did? I'd put this right up there. I mean, it's right up there with some of the best we had that day. I'd give the margarita a 4.7. And then for the tacos, overall, the Al Pastor was the best. Chicken was, it had zero taste and the asada was just okay. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say 3.8. Out of five golden tacos overall uh, score. But yeah, the Al Pastor, I'd go back and have, you know, that's definitely the taco out yeah, of all the, the tacos we had today. And the margaritas, yeah. 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 So and yeah. The chips are great. Chips and really salsa. Really good. So we enjoyed aspects of the tacos and margaritas we had today and chips and salsa. This is a segment of the show called Good and Bad Reviews, Red and Funny Voices. This is where we read good and bad reviews of the place we just reviewed. Do you want to do this? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. This review is from Sarah Murray. 
<laughs> I hate to leave a bad review, but I rely heavily on interviews when choosing a restaurant, so I need to share this. We stopped in on a Saturday night, not busy at all, but the place was dirty. Tables not bust, not wiped down. The person working was just on her phone sitting behind the register, and the vibe in there was very kitschy and not in a charming way. The margaritas were okay. The salsa looked like brown water and had no flavor. I am not exaggerating when I say the consistency was like water. I wish I would have taken a pick. The cheese dip was the yellow cheese you get with a pretzel at a ball game. And as a previous reviewer said, it doesn't seem like this restaurant is trying to be taken seriously, especially being down the street from some of the best Mexican restaurants in the Midwest. We ended up leaving and not even ordering a meal. I was craving authentic Mexican and we were not going to get it there. One star. Yeah, one, one star. <laughs> they were really nice. Wow. I mean, we had great margaritas and, and we enjoyed the salsa. So yeah, I wouldn't say it was like brown water. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, Maybe shortly. Yeah. We'll be here in a little bit if we leave <laughs> it out. Well, yeah, I'm sorry she had that experience. That's not good. Let's do this good review. Andrew, this is a really good one. Uh, this is from New Vision Home Health. That's a weird name for a person. <laughs> Five star. The best margaritas in KC. The tacos are amazing. And the vibe is so good. Definitely the place I'll be going to from now on. Wow. So, yeah, the other person said bad vibes. This place, this guy says the vibes are yeah, good. Sarah and was. best margarita. It is a very good margarita. I mean, with a name like Senorita Margarita, you better have a good margarita. So, And I don't think they're affiliated with margaritas you're like second cousins right but that other person did have a good point if you're going to put yourself down there by close to southwest boulevard you better have top-notch tacos and margaritas yeah so yeah very competitive and mainly because of the rent right i mean great (laughs) location right there on the streetcar route i mean really amazing location probably the closest tacos to union station i'd say like you just cross that bridge yeah so they have they have the opportunity to be a very good taco spot in Kansas City if they how, keep how at it. How old are they? How long have they been? They at? just opened in February. Okay. Oh, so good. very new to the area. Yeah. Welcome Did you to see town. A spicy margarita on their menu. I bet they have it. I mean, they better have a lot of varieties of margaritas. Gosh, dang, I like one of them. Yeah. Yeah, you would think they'd have a ton of tequilas. One would think. I think they have happy hour specials as well. So yeah, they opened in February. Senorita Margarita right there in the crossroads, 2000 Main Street, KCMO 64108, right there on the corner of Main and West 20th Street, right across from the old Rieger Hotel. If you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos and you're right there on the streetcar or down in the crossroads, stop on by and definitely get the chips and salsa and get a couple margaritas, right? You'd recommend it? Yeah. yeah. And the uh, asada. Or not the asada. The, uh, the uh, pastor. Pastor. pastor and margarita. Yeah. I think that's a good night. Yeah. And I think they have some outdoor seating as well. So it's a good uh, happy hour spot i think exactly yeah and first friday spot yeah. if you're wanting tacos down there and you don't want to go to a taco truck we'll be right back after this break this episode of taco the town is sponsored by heath injury law heath injury law dedicates every day to advocating for people who have been injured due to someone else's conduct Attorney Blake Keith, who along with his wife Sakina, are certified taco enthusiasts, and I have dined on tacos with them right here on Taco the Town, takes pride in being the voice for his clients in court and standing up to insurance companies and large corporations who have negligently taken away someone's health or loved one. 
The firm specializes in complex personal injury, wrongful death, trucking and commercial vehicle, medical malpractice, and sexual abuse cases. For more information, be sure to check out their website today at heathinjurylaw.com. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. This is Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth, innermost taco feelings. Don't be afraid to bear your taco soul. Is everyone ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Question one out of 756. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? What does every taco have to have on it or in it? To have a uh, enjoyable taco experience, you're looking at you're looking at three different things, obviously. Um, so the thing that I, that really sets most tacos apart for me is the salsa. If they have a variety of salsa, or something interesting, it really changes my experience. So I would say that. Then you're also looking at the tortilla quality. <laughs> uh, you know, I think as long as it has like fresh cilantro onion on it and uh, the tortilla is pretty good and the sauce is pretty good, the meat I'm sort of like, I can get by, you know, like to me, half of the taco is that salsa, that flavor to sort of like pump it up. Obviously, uh, I'm a big fan of really flavorful um, al pastor or chicken. Uh, those are typically the tacos that I go for. But I want a want a good tortilla and I want a good salsa. The tortillas on these today were great. Yeah, I love they the were tortillas. Good. They were surprisingly good. Yeah, it takes a good tortilla. It takes a good uh, ingredients to tortilla ratio and a nice salsa. Those are the most important things. Though the the best taco that I can think of is a is a soft flour taco shell with refried beans, a crispy shell, beef. Oh, you going uh, double decker? Beef, avocado, and salsa, and that's it. That's oh wow, that does sound good. It is like a homemade. Are you talking homemade double deckers? Yeah. Wow. wow. Oh yeah. You could get behind that. I love a good double decker. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell? If you had to choose one, soft. Soft shell with a hard shell inside. Double decker. Um, <laughs> hot or mild salsa? I know you said earlier you wanted it, the hot the sauce today to be a little bit hotter, right? Yeah, hot. I love. Uh, or, I like a super hot habanero or on there, the heat. or um, I like a Serrano chili verde, uh, but with Serrano instead of jalapeno. Just a that good really jalapeno lights, sauce lights up your life, man. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be hot. You want to you want to flush a little bit, you know. You want to sweat just yeah, a bit. Yeah, I like that. Pro cilantro or no cilantro? If you had to choose this one, is, or, this is a big debate. You're pro or amongst, no amongst Andrew and I. Uh, okay, I am a very pro cilantro, and I think it is key as far as the street taco delivery system is concerned. Andrew has a different. Don't opinion. speak for me. You always get this one wrong. And he has a different opinion. Go I, ahead. I choose not to like cilantro. It, it doesn't taste like soap to me. It, I just don't like it in things. Though, to be clear, on the street taco, it's essential. Right. So the uh, the raw onion and the cilantro on a street taco, 100% need the cilantro. But otherwise, you can just leave that out. We're typically only talking about cilantro, though, when it comes to tacos. No, people mix cilantro in the salsa, and they mix it in the guacamole. And I don't think it needs to go throw into it the in salsa. the chicken, and yeah, it goes everywhere. You can put it in a verde salsa. It's not needed. It's Do you feel, is it the texture that bothers you? Is it that it's, it sometimes is a little fuzzy and you might, you might tickle your teeth or your tongue. Mm, it's just that flowery, just like, okay. That, uh, it's a, it's a flavor that just kind of takes over. Okay. And, uh, I don't know. It just, 
it, when it's in something, it kind of takes over okay. for me. All know. right. Uh, what are you drinking with your tacos? Are you going uh, beer, margarita, like we had today? We had beers and margaritas. What, what are you drinking with your taco? You can maybe yeah. a nice cold RC cola. What are you What are you doing with your tacos? I, I like it. Just I like a cold Mexican Coke in the bottle. Um, I think that's like the way tacos should be eaten. A margarita beer is great sometimes. Uh, I feel like I'm already going to be getting full. So sometimes when I drink, I can, you know, feel like I full I fill up faster. I want to save most of that room for tacos. So maybe just a uh, one Coca-Cola and then some water. I think a Topo Chico is the best drink with tacos. Very refreshing. Um, yes. I want a Topo Chico there. Uh, if if not that, maybe like a lime LaCroix or something like that would be good. What is the best LaCroix flavor? Well, I'm a sparkling water junkie, so um, I like it pure, the pure LaCroix. I want no flavor at all. I just <laughs> okay. want that sparkling no water. You don't want it, you don't want the LaCroix cut with anything else. It's straight out of the spring. But I do want to yeah. get I do want to get this uh, take out here on this uh, uh, because the spicy margarita is the correct answer. Other than what Joss taught me was the margarita martini. And that is the true drink of choice to go with tacos. The margarita martini, a little bit of jalapeno tincture. Some olive juice, dirty it up. And olives. Surprisingly delicious. Okay. It is legit. That sounds good. Um, Favorite side dish with tacos? Chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac, beans and rice. If you had to choose one. Yeah, chips and guac. Probably, yeah, maybe if I'm having street tacos, I would say I'm getting chips and guac. If I'm getting something else, I might go just straight like chips and salsa. Otherwise, black beans, I think. Black beans are are king for me. I'm more of a refried. You know, if you really want to make it great, you do black refried beans. Those are the best. Uh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like Those are good. Those are the best. I like um, Charo beans, too. Shout out to Charo's. F. Mary Kill salsa queso guac. F. Mary Kill. What are you going to do? Oh, well, I'd fuck the guac. No problem. Okay. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Uh, kill the cheese and uh, marry salsa. I'd, I'd, I'd smear my whole life with salsa. Uh, that's pretty pretty accurate as far as like what I have because you know you're going to want to fuck that guac that guac's going to go bad real soon you want to get it while it's, well, it's luxurious why yeah, it's mean, fresh it's like, get it while it's fresh and then get like, it then get damn, it over with right? it's a, just a little fatty you know just kill perfect. that cheese though we got to kill that cheese <laughs> nacho cheese it's it's going to be salsa for me I'm going to marry it the cheese with some trezo in there it's pretty dope though yeah, oh, but we're yeah. still going to kill it in this scenario. Yeah. So that's agreed. Okay. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? What do you eat as much as I eat tacos? I go through different periods. Uh, the uh, Some of the things that I really probably enjoy, I get that excitement whenever I'm ordering like street tacos. There is a little bit of like, Ooh. I have the same thing. If I'm ordering like dumplings, I know something about getting like uh, Chinese takeout and getting like some dumplings and getting some like fried rice. That's kind of another favorite like comfort food that I like to eat. Dumplings. That is a that is that is very similar to a taco. It's just that little pouch. Yeah. That nice feeling when you get the little dumplings. Yeah. Yeah. I want to eat the little dumpling embryo inside and. Right. Oh, is that what's in those? Yeah. That's a. Oh my God, I never it's, knew what that was. Well, how do you think dumplings uh, repopulated? Right. 
I never knew. So that's a creature. That's like a living creature. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, they make little baby dumplings. I never you knew. You have to, you know, treat them right and grow them up. Asian food. Okay. As well. um, dumplings? No. It's, I, I do like to order dumplings and I like make dumplings and uh, I make a lot of gourmet ramen a lot where I just take um, packages of ramen but make it awesome with, you know, pork or egg or or chicken or what have you, some daikon, some pickled daikon in there, um, some seaweed, green onion pancakes. I think I eat a lot of green onion pancakes. Those are outstanding. Sushi. I eat a lot of sushi, uh, chicken katsu, uh, udon noodles. He doesn't um, want you to list like all the foods that you, you've ever yeah, eaten. I, I mean, shrimp, <laughs> shrimp and salmon, teriyaki's, uh, I love that stuff. Some stir fry with tofu and cashews. Oh my God. I will, I will so, say that if I wasn't, Oh, sweet potato gnocchi. Holy shit. Oh, wow. God, I love that stuff. All of these things you just listed sounded so good. <laughs> I will tell you, if you're not going to eat- I love food almost as much as I love music. Yeah. If you're not going to eat tacos and you want to go the, in my opinion, the best restaurant in the city outside of like Mexican food is concerned, it's Waldo Thai. Waldo Thai is an amazing restaurant and that is probably my favorite Waldo place to Thai eat. sister restaurant to Buck Toy, which is also, Buck is also incredible yeah. fusion barbecue. Yeah. Waldo Thai has an amazing taco night. If they, it's it? like, yeah, like every three months they'll do a taco yeah. night and it's the best. You haven't Whoa. been there for that? No. Oh, wow. You got to get cool. on the list. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Would you ever turn down tacos? I have because yeah. I've usually I'll just exactly eat, eaten a lot of tacos, tacos. probably. I, I will say no. Well, yeah, I want to know your story. When you turn down a taco is if, you're, if your friend goes and gets tacos without you and then brings them back and then they're like, Oh, I was too full. Um, I got this extra taco. Now you can't accept that taco. That's not. Oh, you. That's not cool. I gladly accept that taco. I don't know what you're talking about. I think it's a principle. Yeah. They offer. Well, it's usually cold, right? It is. Well, they went without you. First of all, like where who invite get lost? Who hurt you? you Yeah. What's worse, that kind of situation, or when you? I guess this isn't bad at all. When you accidentally get an extra taco in your bag, and you're like, "Holy crap! Where did this taco come from?" Oh no, that's that's great. That's plus ultra taco. But what makes it that different than when your friend says, "Oh, I've got an extra taco," because they didn't bring you along, right? That's right. You're gonna take the the leftover taco. And probably does that, does that make you feel like you're the leftover taco and likely, in their life? Look, they kept that taco. They kept it. They put it in a box. They're carrying it around. They intend to eat that taco. They don't. They, they haven't. They didn't intend to bring that taco around for you. If they offer it to you, like I don't. I, I think it's a crime to sort of leave a taco on the table. Right. But the only the only good excuse turning down a taco is that you're too full because you just ate a ton of tacos. That is the only good reason otherwise i think you're a rude person i don't want to associate with you i think you need to evaluate your life choices wow yeah well we just broke up (laughs) (laughs) do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias if it's on a taco you will not eat that taco or something you stay away from when it comes to tacos Mm. i don't like uh tripe oh yeah no tripe. I, uh, I don't no, like the um, chewy stomach lining. Um, no chicharron tacos. Okay. I, uh, I mean, I, don't I, I dig chicharron for sure, but chicharron tacos, if you don't know, it's that uh, crispy pork skin that is then it's it's then sitting in sauce, so it becomes 
not crispy anymore and it's just, better you think it's better crispy it's just chewy pork skin yeah. in a taco oh yeah it's great crispy right dip that in some guacamole or uh, valentina's hot sauce yeah that's not that's great but taco nonos taco phobies maybe head right. <laughs> no, i don't want to eat like cow head well it depends head meat can be really really good if it's picked clean yeah it can be awesome cheek head yeah i don't it know I, it's it's all about texture for me I don't like, I, I'm a pretty brave eater. I'll try anything once and I have tried, try, try, try it. But it's kind of the same reason why I don't like octopus is just because it's so chewy. I can't get it behind. I can't get past the texture. We had a really good octopus taco on the show a couple months ago and it wasn't chewy. So it was really good. That's but good. Yeah. I've heard that's how yeah. it's actually. Um, this is a speed round. These are just different taco types. I just want to know yay or nay on these. Okay. Yeah. Taco pizza. Yes. Like Casey's taco pizza. No, yeah. I, I don't like, I don't, I like a little separation of church and state. Okay. You know, I think you need to keep your, keep it over there. I love Mexican food. I love yeah, pizza. But, I don't want to combine them. I feel like I'm cheating myself out of one or the other. Yeah, I agree with that. But my friend Vincent, my friend Vincent makes this carne asada pizza, which is like a, a steak pizza that di you dip in salsa, uh, salsa verde. And that's legit. Sounds great. So yeah, really good. Yay for you. I'm gonna say, but nay. not the traditional taco pizza. I don't really want a part of that. Now a bacon cheeseburger pizza with pickles. I'd be a big part of that. Oh, yeah. No, that is not on the. That's not on this <laughs> list. Uh, taco salad. Yay or nay? Oh yeah. Yay. Heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quesabiria tacos or birria tacos? Yay. I mean, done well. There's might not be anything better on this planet. Yeah. Taco burgers. Taco burger. Huh. A taco burger, like if, if you put like maybe some pico and some guacamole on a burger, I probably would enjoy it. But again, I, I don't like marrying the... I don't know. I think you could do like a black bean patty that has some cumin in there, some cumin in the black bean patty, and then load it up with some, some pico and avocado and onion, and that could be good. Yeah. So I'll say nay, he'll say yay, I guess. Well, how about this? What about <laughs> yeah, the... Uh, nay. <laughs> how about what... <laughs> About tortas. I mean, they're like a taco. Taco sandwich. A taco sandwich. And those are awesome. Tortas right. are great. Chicken, I know this beef, is this pork, whatever you want to put on there. I maybe a crazy opinion, I but I'm not a, a fan burger. of the torta. I'm not a fan of the torta. It's just too much bread. Like, yeah. Rather be a tortilla, you know, just make it a taco. Thank you. Uh, taco dogs. I mean, I don't it's know. kind of already that, right? Yeah, I, I I would say nay. Okay. Again, like if I'm going in, I'm going to either want a hot dog or I'm going to want Mexican. Yeah, I'm going to say nay on that one too. There's too many great hot dogs out there. Breakfast tacos? Oh, yay. yay. Hard yay. Walking, walking tacos? Yeah, on Wa board with walking tacos. Walking too. tacos? It's where you take a bag of Doritos and you crunch them up and then you put the meat and cheese and sour cream and salsa. They have them down it. at Up Down. It serves a really work. Good. And then you just like eat it right out. You can walk around. And I would eat it. I, I would enjoy that. Yeah. Or or yeah. I would prefer to call it a bag taco myself. I don't know why yeah. it's called walking because it's bag tacos. Bag, a bag taco. Dogs dressed like tacos. Yeah. Like in a taco costume. Yeah. Yeah. Winter dog right. in a taco yeah, yeah. costume. That's yeah. fun. A corgi maybe. Yeah, corgi. That would be purple. A uh, shrimp taco. Yay. I love shrimp tacos. Shrimp tacos. Probably my favorite yeah. taco. Uh, double decker tacos. So good. So good. Taco soup or tortilla soup. Yay. Yeah. RDA. Taquitos. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, sure. Miniature tiny tacos from like 7 Eleven. Yeah, yeah. Dig that. Yeah. Uh, Choco tacos. Yeah. 
Uh, Unfortunately, discontinued. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, Matt up. Except for at Tiki Taco down the street, they have they have Choco Tacos on. They the do. Menu. Yeah, and they're oh, good. Really, and they're bigger than the normal Choco oh, Tacos. Because they make their own. Is yeah. that right? Huh. Very good. Check that out. So yeah, we like that place. Naked chicken chalupas from Taco Bell. No, no, no. no. You know what? <laughs> this is it, it's kind of ridiculous, but I kind of do. I t- I kind of get suckered in on that, so I'm gonna say yeah. No, I, you, I, I had it. Are you more ch- uh, uh, Chalupa or Gordita? I would say Chalupa over a Gordita. Okay. Yeah, Baja Chalupa. What are the ones that are like the little papooses or whatever? Gordita. Okay. It just depends. It depends on if it's a true Gordita. Yes. Okay. But yeah, it's all about how you, you know, some people like put a pita well, bread and say. You might be thinking about empanadas. The little papusa Baked in like uh, flaky. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you, you said you say pupusa or pita? Pupusa. Oh yeah, that's not what I'm more thinking. Like empanada. Yeah, thinking. the pita is Are too much sealed? for me. It's too much bread for me, okay. and it's kind of the same situation that I have with the torta. It's just too much okay. bread that it, I want. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg. It's a previous Taco Bell breakfast taco. Never had that fried egg. Oh, touch that. It's very slippery. You can hold it very well. Taco Bell nacho fries with nacho cheese. Nacho fries are great. I say yeah. I don't get it. No. A Taco Bell all day or no way. What would you what would you say all day? Yeah. Like eat it's let's let's uh everybody needs to make more money. Let there's kids out there that people are trying to make money. Let's open all day. Let's have all the tacos you can get whenever you want. All day or no way. No way. No way. Okay. Favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos, something that gets you really fired up. Maybe it's a creepy jingles song. Is there We're not a big of egomaniacs? Do you, do you, uh, contrary to popular belief. Do you have any taco themed songs yet? <laughs> uh, do we have any taco themed songs? Uh, I worked on one for you this afternoon before I came. Okay. Are you going to perform that for us? I could. I could. Okay. I could try. All right. As far as listening to taco music, we're probably listening to Broncho, Give My Car or something like that. That's a, that's a good pump up song. Yeah. Valley, uh, Valley song. Phantom Planet. Those are the ones we've been sort of rocking lately. And well, this is the final part of the show. This is called Random Taco Question of the Week. Random Taco Question of the Week. I'm going to throw you out a random taco question. You just throw me out a number between gotcha. 1 and 96. Jocelyn, why don't you go first? 2-6. Okay. Other than today, when you two got into a fight about cilantro... Have That's you, just how our relationship is. Have That's you ever gotten into a two days ago? <laughs> have you ever gotten into a fight with a friend over food or a piece of food? Or yeah, that's probably where the majority <laughs> of the fights come from. Sometimes, like, because we, you know, sometimes we won't eat for weeks on end, and then we'll see like a, a, a chicken bone, and we'll both oh. be arguing over it. Nick as well. Nick is a big like foodie, so. Nick is very passionate about what he believes. I'm very passionate about what I believe, and Andrew is as well. Will's is a little bit more go with the flow, but uh, everybody does have a very big idea as far as what they think is right and what's wrong. And we've had debates over chili. We've had debates over Bloody Marys about how we would do it. And we've even had a chili contest that came down to that. So yeah, absolutely. That's one of the things we talk about most is probably food. One thing I like about Will's when he eats, it's like he's never had food before. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's it's great to feed Will's because he, he, he eats it and he's just up. like, this is 
<laughs> it's like he has no idea what's happening, and like it's so good. Like he's never had anything like this before. It's uh, Andrew throw me out a number between one and ninety six. Fourteen. Fourteen. All right, here we go. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, what is your most controversial taco opinion, other than the no cilantro thing? Is there something else that you feel really passionate about? Yeah. Okay. Uh, definitely. I think. Um, Vegetarian tacos can be incredible. I think they can be great. I think uh, using a, a sausage-style substitute in a chorizo or a, a mushroom um, taco, yeah, there's there's lots of great varieties of veggie or vegan tacos out there, and we should be eating more of that. Okay. What's your favorite vegan taco or vegetarian taco place in KC? I think that would be Taco Naco. They make a, a mushroom mole taco that is an all-star. Uh, we also had one down at Ninth and State. We were playing a show down there, or we were going to a show. What were we doing down there? That taco cart that was down there? You know what I'm Ninth talking about? State? Yeah. Mm-mm. Ninth and State, where the stage is outdoors, um, and Gita bought you those tacos. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, for Manor Fest. That, they had a taco truck down there for Manor Fest. Yeah. And he had he only had three style tacos, but one of them was a mushroom taco. That was that was legit too. Like a shiitake mushroom taco is great. Sounds really good. I'm sorry to say we've reached the end of the show. So where can people see Creepy Jingles next? You said um, this coming Friday. We're gonna be at the Warwick on we'll Friday, twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then Lawrence on Saturday. Lawrence on Saturday for at the Bottleneck. That show starts at uh, 6 p.m., doors at 5, and it's a fundraiser for Amplify But Lawrence. And people can follow you on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Creepy Jingles? Yeah, The Creepy Jingles on the gram, on the on the book face. Um, we've even got a TikTok that we don't make many videos yet, but busy winter ahead of us. So, <laughs> Well, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for talking tacos with me. And... Um, are you ready to perform your taco song? Should we do that oh, now? Yeah, let's try it. Let's do it. It's called Taco of the Town. Oh, this is called Taco of the Town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, nice. Thank you. In El Pastor, the consomme, a birria. Now that's the way. Adabada, or ground beef, crunchy sauce. I still will eat Please don't forget Those little red, orange, and green sauce shits If I eat my tacos dry I'll punch you in the eye And be the taco of the town That was great. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and a whole lot of other places. And give us a five-star review. Thanks to super engineer Matt Allen and everyone back at the Taco the Town corporate office. Our music is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Be sure to add the Sun Eaters and your other favorite Lotus Pool Records artists to your Spotify playlist. Remember to always support your local neighborhood taco shops. And until next time, go eat some tacos!
Tacos. Remember, everybody, next episode is our big 200th episode of Taco the Town season two finale. What will happen? You'll just have to tune in to find out. See you then. Yeah.